Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, that's Stay, Robin Terry and Kip on KISS 97.3-808. Let's talk about what's happened in America. I've got to be honest, I was an exchange student in a tiny town on the corner of North Carolina, South Carolina and Georgia, right up in the Appalachian Mountains, but mm. way down south. Right. So very, very what they would consider redneck. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I was there for a year and in grade nine, uh, there was a compulsory, they called it the sophomore year, there was a compulsory unit in which we all learnt how to use a gun. Right. At sc- in grade at nine, okay. yeah, after, after lunch, gun. Yeah, that, that, that was, and, and, and I think the rationale at the time, because I was just like, I don't want to touch a gun, um, was that, you know, you lived in the mountains, that was part of the culture, and there is, you know, their amendment, the right to bear arms is a really big thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting, though, seeing Joe Biden, uh, the President of the United States, say this yesterday. Where in God's name is our backbone? Have the courage to deal with it and stand up to the lobbies. I don't know, mate. You're the president. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm, yeah. The, re- <laughs> the NRA heavily sponsors, we'll just say, with the 200,000 towards all sorts of senators, especially on the Republican side. They hold that there. And um, and I'm just hearing again that the, the tweets sent out by Republican senators look like a cut and paste from the previous yeah. you know, tragedy, just put in a new place, put in the same apology, something about prayers. Yeah. But we want to get an Australian perspective. Yeah, so Susan, uh, a, a friend of mine who's from Texas, and we're going to talk to Susan in just a second, but I should give you the background story is that my uh, schoolmate Adam moved over to America, started a tour bus company for bands, okay. driving bands around, met Susan, and uh, she's his partner, and during COVID they uh, lived with me. They, uh, they came over to get away from America, especially when the Black Lives Matter thing happened as well. They just like they freaked out. They came and lived with me. Adam's gone back there to work, but Susan has stayed. Uh-huh. Okay. She liked Australia. Hey, Susan. Hello. Good morning. So as a now Australian um, living here and looking at the other side of the world of what's happening in the States with this latest shooting, 14 kids, two teachers, what are your yeah. first thoughts? I pretty much don't feel anything because it's going to happen again and again and again. I'm still very cynical. I don't really have any reaction. It's a very callous reaction of hmm. like, well, what do you expect? They didn't do anything after Sandy Hook. No new laws, no new background checks, nothing. So they're not going to do anything, so it's not going to change. Any fundamental change, Susan, would have to come from the people on the streets living the culture. That's the only way things ever change, apart from the legislation. What is the general feeling of a person in, in your, your Texas life, wherever it was, about mm-hmm. that the right to bear arms and just getting old enough to buy a gun? I don't agree that change has to come from people because the gun lobby and the NRA is so big and powerful. You actually have the majority of people, I don't know if it's 60 or 80, I don't remember, that want to change gun laws. So you want people that want change, but the NRA has such a death hold on the government. There's such a presence in Washington. They call the lobby the uh, fourth political party. So as long as the lobby is allowed to be so big and the NRA is so powerful with their talking points and their basically propaganda, I think it's out of the people's hands. You sound kind of fed up by it all. You sound like defeated by it. Defeated. Yeah, that's a good adjective. What about your family? Are they still over there? Oh, yes. My parents are in their 70s and they live a quiet life. And my sister is very similar to me. And your partner, Adam, who's an old mate of mine, like, do you, do you ever worry about him being on the tour bus with the bands and the gun culture that comes along with that, with, uh, with all the touring? I'm glad that he doesn't attend many concerts. I have a much different feeling here in Australia when I go to a heavily populated area. I don't worry about there being an incident, but so I don't worry about Adam because he's not in heavily populated areas very much. And that's mostly where the, besides schools, yeah. the shooters tend to gravitate to these events in heavily populated areas. 
I remember I had a conversation with Adam once because um, if there is a shooting, our instinct apparently is to hide and our maximum survival happens when we run, when we actually run, which is not an instinct. So I remember having a conversation with Adam. We were in a cafe. So if I'm ever in a grocery store, restaurant, cafe, I just let him know if something happens, I'm going to run out the back. So he should know ahead of time that's what I do. And I remember him saying something like, well, isn't it better to hide? So it's just strange to have that conversation with your foreign boyfriend. (laughs) Because if someone comes into a restaurant or a grocery store, they usually come in the front for whatever reason. So I'm running out the back. So you have a totally different sensibility about life. Do you feel safer now here? (laughs) Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I can go to crowded places and it doesn't really cross my mind. It's kind of the same with rabies when I see an animal as a possum running at me the other day. And I I have to remind myself, this animal can't have rabies. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, you are selling the US of A right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Susan. You're welcome. Thank you. Robin, Jerry, and Kim. Kiss.